Hey everybody. Um, fun fact about me, I am stressed. <laughs> Very stressed. Stressed the fuck out. And, uh, like, I guess as an example, here's what the last month has sounded like in my head. Right? That's a lot. So you're gonna have to excuse me, but today I just, I honest to God need a break. So I'm gonna go for a walk inside my head and you're welcome to join. It'll be like, I don't know, the magic school bus where they just go inside people. You're just gonna go inside my brain with me. Oh, but before I forget, inner thoughts, inner thoughts, mm, meow, present. Wait, why do you look like a cat? Meow, it's your subconscious. Figure it out. Fair. Now arriving the Doll Express, now arriving the Doll Express. Express now boarding. Doll Express now boarding. All right, we need to take a ride on my train of thought. Oh, it's so on the nose. Name a better metaphor. Touche. Doll Express now departing. Doll Express now departing. Enough. Enough. We're done. We're not listening to that anymore. Sorry, Zach. Love you, but I'm done. Mmm. Spoil sport. What's eating you? Oh my god. What's eating me? I have to keep destroying and rebuilding every episode I make from scratch. Like, I'm over it. Mmm. I'm tad bit dramatic, don't you think? You want too much. All I want is everything. XO, XO. Gossip girl. Touche. Let's break it down. Unpack what's on our mind. Hmm. Hmm. Well, for starters, this episode has been shot to shit so many times now that I'm just frustrated thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And? And what's making everything worse is, like, the election. The world around me. I can't create with, like, my anxiety going through the roof. We are very much staring at, like, four more years of darkness, and I can't fathom that right now. I can't. I don't have the capacity. Especially since, you know, it's like it's already tough enough to be at the intersections of different marginalized groups. And, I mean, that's initially why I loved the idea of doing this episode, you know, originally, about Miss Nelson from Miss Nelson is Missing, and about, like, the lack of control you can have in your life. Yes. Well, that makes sense. Why not do it? 
Well, the universe kept unraveling my schedule, and I've learned not to fight the universe, okay? It was going to start off with something like this. What if you focused on controlling the environment around you? What happens when we lose control? What can we do to regain it? What would happen if we chose to ignore our loss of control? If we ignored what we could control? What are some implications that could occur if we washed our hands of our responsibilities? What are unhealthy or unjust ways to regain control? Funky, right? Eventually I'll get back to it. Well, what's the backup plan? Well, it was gonna be Matilda. Hello. Hey, Matilda. But that idea keeps changing because of my available resources. Now I have like, ugh, this like, this block? It's, oh, whatever, I'm sorry. I'm terrible to be around whenever I'm anxious about something. Just ask anybody who's ever worked with me before. It's like, I don't know, for me it's, Like a pit you just don't get out of. Yes, that, exactly. Okay, well, let's process this then. Start off by naming your emotion. (laughs) Stress. About? Creating. My writer's block. That's a good start. Who inspires you when you're blocked and stressing over it? Currently, Pascal Campion. He's an artist who often does, like, comic strips on his creative process, especially whenever he feels he cannot create anything. Oh, that's excellent. And very telling. I can see, or hear, rather, his influence right now. Okay, so let's go deeper. Let's name the feeling that's at the core of this problem. Hmm. Worry. That's good. Worry is good. Worry, like anger, is an ally. It lets us know what we care about. So, what do you care about? Uh, quality and consistency. Mm-hmm. Now, what can you do about that? I don't know. Try my best. Try everything. Until something sticks. Like this episode, for example. It's had so many versions already. Go on. Well, initially, I wanted to cover Matilda, you, technically, because your story is all about resisting and countering against tyrannical systems that keep, like, you know, marginalized groups under their thumb. Uh Uh-huh. Be the pineapple. Yes. An extension of my Hungry Hungry Colonizer episode. You build perfectly on top of those themes. So I thought at first to let, like, you know, to call it, I don't know, revolting children. Cute. Nice nod to the musical. Thank you. And in honor of it, I was going to cover rebellious youth or let kids, you know, be the showrunners of an episode of mine. I don't know. It was an idea. Okay. Great idea for the future. Just not now. What was something more doable? Well, the idea of President Wormwood came to mind because of the upcoming election. Matilda for president? I mean, think about it. Would have been awesome. So that's how that idea started. Then I added Katniss Everdeen on your ticket with a suggestion from a friend. Thank you, Susan. And gave you an opposition in the form of Tom Sawyer. Ooh. Right? And he's running for president. And his VP is Klaus Baudelaire. From a series of unfortunate events? Yep. Interesting choice. 
Well, because I imagined him being so secretive still, and there's like no telling how he might have changed after they were, spoiler alert, abandoned on an island. And with his connections to a secret society, I mean, come on. He now seems like way more sinister and like a puppeteer to Tom. Ooh, that dynamic is very Dick Cheney and George Bush. Yes, and you two were very Obama-Biden. See, now that sounds like fun. Did you write any of that? A little. I mean, it sounded like this. And your position on poverty in America. Starting with you, Senator Wormwood. Well, I remember being a little girl and asking my chosen mother, are you poor? And she answered honestly, yes, very. And right then and there, I decided something needed to be done about the wage gap, about living wages, and about a society that should treasure its educators and its essential workers over crooks and cheats like my birth father and mother. And Senator Sawyer, your thoughts? Yes. Poor is a state of mind. Ugh. It's a state of mind, you know, just like those algorithms on TikTok that specifically track beautiful people, you know? You only ever see beautiful people on TikTok. Who gave them the right to dictate standards on beauty? Who even gave them the technology? I didn't. Russia? No. China? No. You know, you look into the sky, into destiny, and you know you are not alone. I'm sorry, but I have to interrupt you, Senator Sawyer. What does that have to do with any of our current issues, and specifically poverty? Well, everything. I thought I was being obvious. You're stalling. No, you're stalling. First name, Putin. Ha! Got him. And you were planted in America to distract the people from their priorities. Excuse me? Priorities like what if not poverty? Well, if you won't say it, I will. (laughs) Pizzagate. Ooh, I like that. That would have been fun. Yeah, and I had a VP debate in mind, too, with Katniss and Klaus. That was a lot of fun to think about, and that ended up sounding like this. Inexcusable. How can you believe anything that he says? He speaks in code. Look, I mean, he's doing it again. What am I doing? I'm doing nothing. Well, what's that noise? Probably feedback from your mic, Sinus Aberdeen. Dude, you're using Morse code. (laughs) No. See, more secrets. Do you really want... A man like this in a position of power over your country? Coming from a woman who's a known conspiracy theorist and an expert serial killer? You mean a resistance fighter? Tomatoes, tomatoes. Or rather, Peter and Peter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Senators, senators, enough. Enough. Closing statements, please. Senator Everdeen, your first. Listen. As a veteran of war and survivor of child trafficking, I can say sincerely that we should overthrow any power that siphons off its people. So, protest, destroy property, burn things up, 
don't calm down until something changes for the better and arrest the cops that shot Rue from District 11. Senator Klaus. Barbarism aside, that was a very fine display from Senator Everdeen. But the fact of the matter is that voting for dynamic pairings like Sawyer and I would be a variably favorable decision for... <laughs> oh my god! Whoops! You threw that! Slipped. You're mad! Why do you have a weapon? That's only for security! I am my own security. Oh, that sounds like a riot. It'd be another play, essentially, and I do not have time for that. And to be truthful to these characters, I'd have to be, like, immersed in all their different works and to come up with, like, their own platforms and their speech. I just, ugh, no, no, I can't. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. It's okay. Take a moment. Matilda, hmm? what would you say to the whole of us right now who are pretty worried about the future? Hmm, I'd say that each of us has the strength inside to make small yet powerful changes. You can start by letting your voice be heard by voting. Maybe attend a protest or two if that's your style. Donate if you can to causes that are working to raise up the voices of communities that are underrepresented and under attack. Have those tough conversations about what privileges you may have with yourself and loved ones. Find more information on things you don't understand. Make good trouble, because there is hope. And you know, I'm glad we mentioned being a pineapple and echoing the ideas from the first episode. Now more than ever, it's important to fight back every day against the trenchables of the world. And to know that there is no leaf. There is no one quick fix no one solution to solve all of our problems. It's far more nuanced. So instead of being overwhelmed by the idea of fighting back against the whole of the racist system, we do it bit by bit, by resisting and challenging little things. For example, implicit biases using techniques like ABA, which you also covered. And for big things like voting, being part of demonstrations, and other calls to action. And lastly, like your play, Where the Hurt People Are taught us, We need to remember that even though thinking makes it harder, feeling makes it harder, trying makes it harder... But it also makes it worth it. See? And you're trying right now. That's perfect. Keep it up. And for every white person listening to this right now, understand that I could get away with everything I did in my story, not just because of psychic powers and pettiness, but because of privilege. Just saying. So if you run out of ideas on how to be a great ally, reread my story with a magnifying glass and take notes. Oh, thank you, Matilda. You're welcome, friend. And thank you, Kimbunka, the voice of Matilda in my head. <laughs> You're welcome, Sai. All right. I feel better now. Don't gong me. Fine. I'm on my way to feeling better now. Hmm? CNH. Special thanks to Corinne Wilson, Kelsey Hagenau, Deanna Thibodeau, and Kim Banka. Voices provided by Kim Banka, Corey Malasson, and Amber Frederick. 
Commuters and listeners, please be aware that if you like the content you are listening to, you may be inclined to donate. You can do so at buildabetterally.com. Okay. <sighs> Time to get off. Quiet these thoughts. and get to work. Hi, I'm Sai, and this is my show, So You Want to Be a Better Ally. Today's episode is all about 